0: now then and welcome back to rare anyone talks podcast i'm your host rare anyone and welcome this is episode 20 i hope you are having a fantastic time whatever time of day you are listening to or watching i hope you're having a awesome time i'm having an absolute brilliant time hanging out with you guys i always love coming out and hanging out with you guys chatting shit today you know it is the I will be releasing this on the 24th of December. It is currently the 23rd of December. And I love this time period. But I also love the ghost stories that come along with with Christmas. And no, we're not talking ghost stories tonight. Although, depends how long this show will run, I do have a couple up my sleeve. But we are taking a look at six pagan... um, traditions that actually are Christmas traditions now, and we're going to have a look at some of the root of, of these traditions and the roots that they come from a pagan uh, background, and and that's what we're going to have a look at tonight. But pagan was a big thing here, you know, before the church and, and all that got you know, so up itself, um before the church took over, pagan Traditions, we you know, the solstice, the winter solstice, um. But I've looked into these um, these traditions, and you know we are very familiar with these traditions. Now, I am fighting a cold, or whatever fucking shit's flying about. I'm also type one diabetic, <laughs> um. So I am just drinking Pepsi Max tonight, uh, cherry flavored Pepsi Max, and uh, yeah. Because I, I want to feel better for Christmas, Um, you know, with all the food, and all the drinking, and all that good stuff going on, I want to feel better for Christmas. So I'm not having a drink tonight. I, I did have one earlier because I, I always go for a drink with my dad, and uh, I had one with my dad earlier, and it's yeah, you know, I still want not feeling great. So I am fighting a cold. Is my voice more raspier? You know, is that something you like? I don't know. Hopefully tonight. We will not go and cover Pornhub as much as I did last weekend. Um, um that just got it out of hand. Um but I am I am advertising on Pornhub. As I suck from my drink. Holy shit. Um but anyway, so let's get into these pagan um, traditions that we that are now tradition uh, Christmas traditions. And we are going to have a look, but before, before, sorry, before I do that, before we do that, advertising. Wow! If you could do me a huge, huge f- favor, flavor, favor, and follow me, subscribe. If you, if you're watching these if you could do me a favour and hit that subscribe button on YouTube or on Rumble, I think it's follow button on Rumble. If you could do that me a huge favour and subscribe to me on YouTube, it's the same name, Rare Eddie 1. That would be a huge, huge bonus. That'd be huge plus. That'd be awesome. Whatever podcast provider you are listening to, please hit that follow button. That would be absolutely fucking awesome. And even better, if you would... Leave me a review. it could be a one star. It could be a two star it could be a four star. I would love a five star but you know that's that's for that's I don't think I'm there yet, but if you want to leave me a review, I will have a look at it If you want me to read it out, I'll read it out if you don't want me to read it out, I won't read it out um but that would help me that would help the show and again, I was saying to my dad earlier tonight um if no one listened to these, I would still do them because I enjoy this so much. I enjoy talking. I enjoy creating something, and I absolutely love it. And then I I love the fact that I'm learning new skills with editing and stuff like that, and thumbnail design, and you know, I am creating a little um, show notes. I fucking love finding new. i'm just loving it at the minute and if no one listened to it i would still be doing it because i absolutely love doing this now it helps people do listen to that really does it really do and i thank you guys for listening but if no one listened i would still do this and i that's how much i i am enjoying doing this i do see improvements you know because again i i'm not quite there yet but I am seeing improvements within myself, talking, you know, reading and and doing the show. I see improvements, and that's a huge bonus. Um, But that aside, let's get to some pagan traditions that are now Christmas traditions. I'm going to pull some notes up. I'm going to leave me big screen because, you know, I have a a sort of decent-looking, half not a bad face to look at, really, I suppose, you know these are six christmas traditions are uh, actually pagan customs now i have my notes as well humans have a tendency to draw inspiration from various cultures earlier yeah. uh, customs and traditions christmas is no exception to this if you thought that the cosy Christmas traditions you know and love were solely about celebrating this, this, this occasion, then think again. Mistletoe kisses. Hmm. Who doesn't let a good old kiss under the mistletoe? Uh, Caroline, you know, singing Christmas songs you know, at, at people's doors. I used to do that when I was little. When I was little, we used to do uh, Christmas caroling around the around the uh, the neighbors in the neighborhood, trying to get a little bit of money, you know, so we could spend on sweets and chocolates. And it's not no surprise I'm on diabetic. That's that's a bad joke because you know eating all the shit I ate, was never going to stop me being a type 1 diabetic. And that's, that's for another topic, um, which I may cover at some point, because I do know shit. I do know a load of shit about type 1 diabetes, uh, uh, type 1 diabetes and type 2 diabetes. And other, there is other types of diabetes, and then we'll go into it. But let me continue. In gift giving, we're all... So all these are part of... of the pagan holidays that were later incorporated into the Christmas celebration during the early years decorating trees and feasting with loved ones, hanging up stockings by the fireplace and indulging in alcoholic beverages are similarly rooted pagan history and sacred holidays, the most of the culture aspects that we associate with Christmas are in fact linked to pagan traditions. Some pagan traditions that have become associated with gift, uh, with, with Christmas, uh, I w- I nearly say giftmas, um, associated with Christmas are gift giving, the, imagi- uh, the image of Santa Claus, Christmas stockings, Christmas caroling decking the halls with holly and decorating christmas trees. So, who are the pagans? So this is a little little blurb of what I'll put together. Um so what do I mean when I say pagan? This term is used to refer to a diverse group of people from the Romans to the Norse in Scandinavia as Christianity spread throughout Europe in the early ADs many different groups of people with varying religious systems and beliefs were in, encountered by the missionaries all of these people and religions were put under the umbrella term pagan so so many sort of different Druids, pagans, um, you know all the all the Norse religions, all the Roman religions, are all sort of put under you know a sort of simple umbrella as pagan. Everything's pagan, um, even though Christ, uh, even though Christians aim to spread their religion across Europe, they were still quite. Intrigued by many of the customs and ways of the pagans, in fact, they were so interested that they adopted some of those beliefs and traditions and incorporated them into their Christmas celebrations. That is, you know, a lot, a lot of Christian um, storytelling, a lot of their beliefs, a lot of, you know, they talk from from the pagans or or talk from quite a lot of the religions in the in the banner we call pagan and um yeah so the pay i will look into the pagan but i will need to do a little bit more research than what i i normally do and that would take some time because it's fucking there's so much there's so much, like I say, there's, there's so many different sort of religions. You got the Heathens, you got the Norse pagans, you got the Celtic pagans, you got the Druids, you got the Kama- Kamaic uh, pagans, you got the Wiccans, you got the African diasporic religions, you got the Hinduisms, you got your Far Eastern religions, and these are all these are all sort of I've, I've put in the African and the uh, the eastern religions and the uh indian religions but these are all under the what the, the christians call under the banner of paganism and there's just like i said there's so much to look into there's so just so much to look into so so another one of the the um celebrations is the winter solstice celebration we we will discover that Christmas draws a lot of its inspirations from a variety of traditions including the Romans Celtics Norse and druids all these groups used to all these and we still do observe a big celebration that Coincidentally, fell around the same, t- uh, same time of year as Christmas, the winter solstice. In the northern hemisphere, people celebrated the winter solstice, the shortest day of the year, in the middle in in the middle of December, which is why Christmas happens to coincide with many existing pagan holidays. The winter solstice held great significant. In the lives of pagans, being primarily the agricultural community, the arrival of winter marked the end of the harvest. This provided the opportunity to spend time with loved ones, to take a break from farming. During this time, pagans would worship their gods and celebrate with those around them. As winter in the northern hemisphere is typically Characterised by darkness, cold and scarcity, the winter solstice was a time to keep people entertained and in high spirits until the sun came back around. With this background in mind, let's examine some of the pagan traditions that have become associated with Christmas. So, the gift of giving, or giving gifts, Saturnalia. Between the 17th and 24th of December, the Romans used to celebrate Saturnalia, a pagan festival um, dedicated to the agricultural god Saturn. During this week-long celebration, the Romans would feast, drink, exchange small gifts and be joyful, much like how we celebrate Christmas today. Unlike today, the Romans exchanged gifts for good luck, hoping for a bountiful harvest in the coming year. They only shared one gift with one person, instead instead of having long lists of gifts. It's interesting how this tradition has ex, this tradition of exchanging gifts for luck and prosperity has evolved into multi-million dollar business today. <coughs> Sorry, that made me laugh. And I am editing out every coughing fit I'm having at the minute. So hopefully I don't miss any. Um, but if I do, so I do apologise if I have. Um, I've coughed a little bit more than what I normally am. Uh, well, normally. Um, I'm not normally bloody ill, you dickhead. Um, But normally, hopefully I've just cut all the, edited out all the coffin fits I've just had. And that was the first tradition. Santa's image and Christmas stockings. The modern day image of Santa Claus wearing a red fur and big white beard. Was largely developed by Coca Cola in the in the thirties, in the nineteen thirties. However, the idea of an old man giving gifts to children—oh, fucking hell! I just read that, and I had Disney pop up in my head because you know Disney like giving gifts to small children, don't they? um Sorry, that's went to a whole different dark place there. Um, So, however, the idea of of an old man giving gifts to children dates back to much earlier to the time of the pagans. Father Christmas, also known as Saint Nicholas, was a patron saint of children. The poor and the prostitutes, he lived around the 4th century AD and was a generous, generous bishop who was known for giving gifts to the poor. He sported the big, a big beard and a long cloak, similar to the Santa we know and love today. Before St. Nicholas, there was another deity called Odin, who was worshipped by early Jamaic Jerma- pagan tribes. He was traditionally portrayed as an old man with a long white beard, and and an eight-legged horse called I'm going to butcher this one so this one we will have to read sleep near hope you heard that Um, but he would ride through the skies just like um, just like Santa's reindeer during winter (laughs) the children children would fill their booties just like Santa's reindeer. During winter, children would fill their booties with carrots and straws and leave them by the chimney for, I'm going to do it again. Sleep near to feed on. Odin would fly by and reward the children with little presents in their booties. Much like booties had... I'm guessing these are the stockings. Um, Much like we do... Well, I'm not guessing. These are the stockings. Uh, Much like we do with Christmas stockings today, the Santa Claus we image today is a combination of generous Saint Nicholas and the god Odin. And... Fucking... Sleep near. And the Coca Cola is famous red dressed character. Mm. So yeah. Santa Claus as we know today, it came so Saint Nicholas and and Odin, both sort of Jamaic in in in, in origin. And, but yeah, so and Coca Cola they've just um um, what's the word I'm looking for? I've just... I've just took that tradition and run with it. And hey, i making a shitload of money. <clears throat> or did. Um, so, we'll go to the next uh, pagan tradition. That is, is now a Christmas tradition. Christmas carols. Now, again, as I was younger, me and my mates, we were just... Go round to neighbours, go round the neighbourhood, and singing Christmas songs. And now you'd think we'd we'd sing the whole Christmas song. No, we'd just maybe sing the bits we knew and repeat until they give us some money or some sweets. And and that was just a bloody bloody good time. I, you don't, I, I won't punish you with my singing. But yes, um, <clears throat> it was just a fantastic time. So however the tradition of singing carols during Christmas is associated with Christianity however they however the practice of going door to door sing to sing to the neighbors has its roots in pagan customs called wassailing the term was, wassailing the term wassel originates from the Anglo-Saxon Anglo-Saxon phrase wassail, the Anglo-Saxon phrase wassail, which means good health. In early times, the groups of wassailers would wander through their village, singing aloud to ward off evil spirits and wishing good health to everyone around them. No wassailing group was considered complete without the traditional drink, that consisted of mulled ale, curdled cream, roast roasted apples, eggs, spices, and sugar. Hmm. Now, being British, being English, <clears throat> I love eggnog. Now, eggnog isn't a thing really, you know, for, for you Americans out there, eggnog's not a thing out here really, um, so I have to make eggnog myself, and I make eggnog myself every, every year, apart from this year, because I forgot to get some shit, I've actually forgot to get bloody eggs, so I may have to get some eggs tomorrow, I don't think, I'm not going to fucking, if the shops are packed, I've got everything I need, but if the shops are packed, I'm not gonna fucking I'm gonna have to miss out on eggnog. I'll have to buy some warnings and maybe have some alcoholic um eggnog. Well it's not eggnog, but it's it's bait it's it's a eggnog sort of drink. An egg drink. It's delicious. Warnings. Um but I do love eggnog and I normally put baileys in i know i know it's either bourbon or whiskey or rum but i put baileys in my eggnog and i fucking love i love my eggnog um and one one year i may actually film myself making some eggnog for you guys um but anyway i'll continue so the custom of christmas cowling, sorry i had an eggnog uh rant there or drifted off into eggnog land uh so, custom of Christmas caroling was inspired by these joyful choirs and it was started by St. Francis in the 13th century. So, we've got some choirs to fucking thanks for Christmas caroling. Cheers, you guys. Um, So, let's go to the, probably, could be, I think this one has probably been cancelled by the, the 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 woke mob, um, um the PC culture uh, kissing under a mistletoe. Um, so, you know, you find a, a mistletoe, you find a girl you like, and you you kiss. Or, or if you're a girl, you you, you find a guy you like, and you, you try and kiss him. And that's the magic of mistletoe. Have you ever wondered, so, have we ever wondered about the connection between mistletoe and kissing? Interestingly, the tradition dates back to the time of the pagans. Well, obviously we're doing a pagan episode, so of course it is. It was a highly sacred plant for many cultures, including the Romans, Celtics, Druids, Norse, they used mistletoe and several pagan and the north. They used mistletoe in several pagan rituals in the Rome, in the Roman uh, culture. Mistletoe was used to honor the God, Satan. I <laughs> will leave that. Honor the God, Saturn to uh, please him. Um, Fertility rituals were performed under the under springs. Fertility rituals were performed under springs of mistletoe, but today we have towed it down. Just a simple kiss, which is probably a good idea, especially when family is around. Hmm. I can't imagine back then families caring if... Well, maybe they did. Maybe they did. Um, Especially if your brother and sister were getting it on. Fucking hell. Holy shit. In the Roman culture, mistletoe was used to honour the god Satan. (laughs) I did it again. Saturn. To please him. um, Fertility rituals were performed under springs of mistletoe. Yes. We guessed it right. But today, we have towed it down. It's just a simple kiss. And yeah, it's you know, good old Rome, the Roman culture, you know, all them horny Romans. Um, but for the Druids, mistletoe symbolized peace and joy during times of war. If Emeni... Uh, enemies if enemies met under woodland mistletoe they would drop their weapons and form a truce until the next day in a way kissing is a form of truce it's definitely interesting especially the druids um reason why they use mistletoe that's definitely interesting um The Romans, just horny bastards, um, and they were wanting to use it for sex. And we toned it down for kissing. Um, Druids, on the other hand, they were using it for, you know, basically a peace treaty until the next day. And, you know, that's definitely interesting. Um, So, it, it, it definitely is interesting that they used it as a, a way of a peace treaty. The, all the, the warring factions dropped their weapons and uh, they had a truce and yeah, and hopefully they could come together and, and find ways of sorting the problems out. Um, it's definitely interesting. Like I say, the pagan culture is so fascinating because there's so many religions and other sort of cultures within the umbrella of pagan and it's just so fascinating especially when you're looking into it the pagan i, I, I before i did this pagan i just thought that was just a, an old but then you looking into it you you got you know the druids you have got the norths you got the germanic you got the hinduism you got you you got so many different religions like the christianity just old called pagan it's so sorry i, I just gone on a little rant there but it's just so interesting so we get to our, our next um pagan um, tradition that is now a christmas tradition decking the holes with holly so mistletoe was not the only sacred plant for pagans holly was another holy plant associated with the god saturn during satanalia Festivals. The Romans made holy wreaths and uh, to give as gifts for good luck. At the same time, early Christians began to celebrate Christmas, even through, even though they were often persecuted for practicing their religion. It was fortunate that Christmas coincided with Saturnalia as it provided cover for Christians to celebrate without being um, detected. To avoid suspicion and to make it seem as if they were also celebrating Satanalia, Christians began hanging holy wreaths around their homes. This allowed them to recognize other Christians And still do something nice to celebrate their sacred holiday. Eventually pagan is declined eventually as pagan paganism declined, holy became a symbol of Christmas rather than Satanalia. Now do people celebrate Satanalia? Um is is that still a thing? Is is that still a thing in any part of the world? Um, I will look into that, actually, because um, I'm definitely interested. Um, I'd, I'd be interested to see if that's still... if there's still some part of Italy that maybe um, celebrates this uh, tradition. Uh, definitely interesting to have a look into um, that one. So, finally... Christmas tree decorating so this has its tradition its roots from pagans and let's have a look the tradition of decorating trees during the holiday season has been inspired by various cultures throughout history for example the Romans hung small metal ornaments on the trees outside their homes during Saturnalia as a way to represent their god or gods, either Saturn or their family's personal patron saint. Similarly, early Jamaic tribes used fruits and candles to decorate trees during the winter solstice to honor their god Odin. Eventually, Christians combined these two traditions to create egg extravagant Christmas tree decorations a tradition we see and a lot of us still practice to to this day um, so maybe not with candles uh, or with plastic trees that go like that uh, we all seen that a, a Simpsons episode when Bart sets their Christmas tree on fire and it just melts uh, um, but so if I was to put up a Christmas tree, I would, I've done it in the past. I've also done it in the past where I put it up a month before and maybe taking it down a day or two later. But I have done it in the past where I put it up 12 days before Christmas and 12 days and I've taken it down 12 days after Christmas. Are you a person that puts it up at the beginning of December and then takes it down at the end of December? or are you a person that puts it up in november and takes it down at the end of january are you a person that doesn't put one up are you a person like me or like i said i've done done the month thing i've put it up at the beginning of january january i've put it up at the beginning of december and taken it down maybe a, couple, a week or two into january um maybe being lazy why i took it down so late um but i have also done practiced doing it 12 days before and 12 days after because when I was growing up that's what my mum used to love to do um put it 12 days up um, um put the Christmas decorations up 12 days before Christmas and take them down 12 days after Christmas it was and we we did practice that when I was little um I generally I've only got a few things up and behind me um I'm generally I've I've got to the age now there. You know, it's, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> I've gotta be honest with you, it's a pain in the ass. And you know, um I'm bar humbugging, you know. Um I love Christmas so I do, I do love Christmas. But again with Halloween, you and the same with Christmas. Halloween happens but you see it for that whole month. And then as soon as soon as Halloween has been done, That's it. Well, I say, for the longest time, as soon as Halloween ended, that was it. You just got everything Christmas. But I'm seeing it even more now. So in the middle of Halloween, you know, like a week before Halloween, you see Christmas decorations. You see Christmas stuff. It's like fucking hell. Same with Easter. Easter is the exact same. You see it maybe as soon as fucking January, you'll see Easter decorations and Easter stuff. It's just mental, absolute mental. Um, but yeah, I think I've waffled on quite quite a while with the uh, the pagan. Hopefully, I've not butchered anything. Hopefully, this has got me more intrigued into pagans, into druids, into Celtics, into Norse. This has got me intrigued, and I will be looking into pagans and you know all the religions under under the pagan banners and and i will in in the next year i will be doing dedicated episodes on each each of these religions um hopefully i can do them justice hopefully hopefully i can you know do them justice and give them some honor hopefully you enjoyed tonight's episode um I had a fantastic time hanging out with you guys. Hopefully you may be learned or you may be interested into some of the some of the pagan uh, religions. Um and I hope you join me on um, discovering uh, a little more a little bit more about some of these pa- uh, pagan religions like the druids, the celtics, the the Nords, um, hinduism hinduism is I can as a big alien guy as I fucking love aliens some of uh, the hinduism fucking hell I can't wait to look into that one I really can't now will I hopefully I will do it justice uh, but I hope you can join me on on that um, it won't be next week you know I have to I will do have to do a lot of preparation uh, pre- I will have to do a lot of preparations for that show. Um, but next week will be a New Year's Eve one and I'll see if I can pull some topics up. Um, I need to make a, a list for myself of what I want to do, what um, what episode am I going to do this week, what episode am going to do that week. And hopefully next year I can prepare this show even better that's my goal for next year is that's my new year's revolution my goal for next year is prepare this show even more and so i you know maybe i have two or three weeks planned and 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 do it that way and that's my goal for next year that's my new year's uh, revolution thing and, and that's my New year's Eve goal put out more content and prepare this show even more so I have a couple of topics in in the bag and maybe have a couple of episodes in the bag so maybe one week I'm feeling ill but I still have an episode that I can bang out um for you guys um because that would be awesome um but anyway I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode hope you learned a little bit i hope you had a a fun time if you haven't learned anything I hope you had a fun time with me uh not a lot of Pornhub in it, this one um if you found me on Pornhub, i thank you and i hope i made you last um if you found me on anything else i thank you um if you're watching these on youtube or rumble please hit that subscribe button and smash that like button. That would be awesome. You guys are legends. If you're listening to me on whatever podcast provider you are listening to on, please hit that follow button. Please um, leave me a review. That would help the show. Now, all the ways of getting in contact with me are in the show descriptions, in the show notes, are in the description of the videos. So please get in contact with me. Please follow me on Facebook, Rare Eddie One, um, Aliens of Scunny, and my middle name is Rare Eddie One. A um, on Twitter, Rare Eddie One. I think it's Rare Eddie Eleven. I have both titles, Rare Eddie One and Rare Eddy Eleven. So please follow me there. And if you want to send me an email, please do that. That'll be in the uh, description as well in the show notes. Um, and that would be awesome. Um, but anyway, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to uh, maybe have a hot glass of honey and lemon uh, to help the cold and in and the snotty nose and, and me coughing fits. This has been Rare Eddie One Talks. I've been your host, Rare Eddie One. I will see you next week. Stay naughty, stay rude, but more importantly, stay fucking filthy. See you next week. Peace.